Welcome to Burning the Edge. We would like to welcome to the tea our host, Mr. Arthur Miller Jr. So we got to get to it. Uh, I watched the video. Jeff, did you get a chance to watch the video? The uh, playoff video? Facebook video, yeah. I started watching and I watched the first hole and then of course the phone rings, they start paging me and then I had I, I didn't finish it. Yeah. Yeah. Life so, got in the way. Yeah. <laughs> like work work and whiny people got in the way. <laughs> so tell me this, Dick. Were you nervous going into the playoff? Into the playoff? Um pro- not really, because Matt's a really, really good friend of mine. And, you know, Marcus, who was recording it, I, I even think he said at one point, it's like, it's not even like you guys are in the playoff. You guys are just out here playing on a, on a random day. And any time that Matt and I play together, that's exactly what it turns into. Yeah, so that's, I was like, man, I, I, I would be a nervous Rick. I, I, I don't know what I would do, especially, you know, you the chapter owner standing there, right? I mean, not the chapter owner, the tour owner standing right there next to you. And it's yeah. like, okay, you know, and then you got to hit these tee shots. You know, so tell me first, what did you think about Stream Song? Uh, stream Song. So I've always wanted to go to Stream Song just because it's that I like that style of golf where all you see is fairway and sand. Like you know, you put me on Stream Song or you put me in the desert, I'm a happy man. There's there's no reason to have rough. You don't need it. Just need fair, fairway and sand. Let's go. <laughs> um, but going down there, it's I will go there every single year as long as we have it there. It's just, it's a top notch facility. You have three amazing golf courses and they're actually uh, working on a, a par three course right now that really? they're supposed to, I think they're going to try to have it done by the end of this year. Um, I may be mistaken on that one, but I mean, once they get that going, it's going to be, I mean, it's a, it's a place to go. It's a place to definitely visit. What, what town is that in? It's in Hollywood, Florida. It's right in between Tampa and Orlando. It's honestly, it's in the middle of nowhere. Okay. But it's perfect because you, you just go there and you put your put your phone on silent and you just get lost in golf and it's it's awesome. Wow! You just got to watch out for all the alligators and some snakes <laughs> yeah. here and there. But <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> and nothing but alligators and snakes. Don't worry about it. Yeah, as long as you stay in the fairway, you'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. So did you did you feel like you was in Florida or did you feel like you was in a desert? Um. So it wasn't it wasn't really muggy. It was a little mm-hmm. warm, but the humidity was was down and the wind was blowing a little bit. But it wasn't like a, a howling wind like you get in the Arizona sometimes. But, I mean, it was – no, it didn't feel like Florida, but it also didn't feel like the middle of the desert. Yeah, yeah. It was just it was just really good. So you played all three courses, the red mm-hmm. – what is it, red, blue, and black? Yeah, red, blue, and black. Yeah. So which one was the most challenging? So – to me, the most challenging one, and I actually played the best on it, was the red course. I didn't score the best, but you have to hit golf shots on the red course, and that's where the yeah. final round was. Um, you got to hit golf shots, and like the blue course is probably the easier course. And I played like an absolute donkey that day. <laughs> <laughs> Matt was out in the first group of the day, and he oh. shot, he posted an even par, and I knew what he had posted. And he texted me halfway through the round. He, ha- he texted me halfway. Uh, you know, through his round, he goes, dude, you're, I'm going to be five shots down to you after this round because this course is gettable and easy. And I go out and I, I flip around and shoot a 75. <laughs> and, See, but, I mean, yeah. But, but, horrible, I mean, Arthur. Horrible. Right. How did you shoot a 75, Derek? 
it, it was <laughs> it, it wasn't the best but i mean I, I scratched it around stayed in contention but the red course is the red course out there is probably one of my favorite golf courses that i ever played really yeah so before you went to strange song mm-hmm. and now you're saying red is your favorite what was your favorite before before that mm-hmm. man that's that's a good one um I played Wolf Creek in uh, Mesquite, Nevada one time. It was good. It's kind of a, it's a little gimmicky to me. Like you, you want to go play it once, but I wouldn't go do it more, you know, more than once. Um, but probably, uh, have you heard of NCR in Dayton, Ohio? I have. That is probably my, my, that was my favorite going to that. It's just a top notch golf course. You got to hit good shots. You get, if you hit good shots, you get rewarded. You hit bad shots, you get punished. And that's, you know, that's kind of what you want as a D1 player. That's a very exclusive course, though, isn't it? NCR. Yeah, they. I think they actually yeah. had the uh, U.S. Women's either the Women's Senior Open or the Women's Open last year. Okay, so you you get you get that. Which one did you play first? Yeah, oh, the Strange Song. We, played, course. we yeah. played the black course. Okay, so you played the black, blue, and then the red the last yeah. day. Yeah. So they they met them set that up that way on purpose. Uh, nah, I don't think so. I hear you. So y'all playing and what, what was your standing after the second round? All right. So, so after the first round, Matt and I were tied. Then after the second round, he posted, uh, he shot even. So he was plus one after two days. I shot 75. So I was plus four after two days. So I was three shots back. And then, I come out, I come out blazing on the red course the final day and buried the first two holes. And I was like two under after eight holes or something like that. And then the pillow fight ensued where neither of us could do anything. <laughs> and we just limped all the way into a playoff. <laughs> yeah. Cause y'all, y'all, it was in the last group though together, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I saw, uh, Hendra. Mm-hmm. Hendra had posted a number in division two, too. Yeah. I think he was uh was he like two under after the first day yeah he shot a couple under the first day but like so th- these golf courses are they're they were gettable i mean yeah i mean the, the four you had four caddies when you're playing so you had people there that were on site all the time that knew what you were doing and you know that helped me out because i've never been there and uh, even on the first hole of the tournament the four caddy i saw this putt going right to left and i was going to play it, and he says it's going to go left to right you want to go the other way it was yeah. like a four footer dead center. I'm like, you're my man. <laughs> I got you the rest of the week. <laughs> <laughs> was that um what's his name? They called um Cowboy or something. No, we oh, oh I knew you'd ask me that. Um I can't we had the name. last day. He had a nickname. Yeah. Uh, I got his business card somewhere around here. Yeah, I think it was Cowboy or something like that. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. So y'all hey, battling Arthur. out. Hey Arthur, oh. hold on a second. Derek, let me ask you something, because this is something me and Arthur disagree on. All right. Just by hearing that story, I'm assuming you – do you watch the score? You check the score every hole? No, I do not check it every hole. I don't have time for that. Okay. How (laughs) how often do you check the score? So, if it's a one-day event, I typically look after nine holes just to kind of see where things stand. And then – if I feel like I'm, I'm if I feel like I'm right there, then I may look again with a couple holes to go. Um, a two day event, I, a t- you know, a multiple day event, I won't look until the end of the day. There's, I mean, because I mean, it's a marathon at that point. You're not, you're not an 18 hole sprint, so yeah. you don't really have to put the pedal to the metal and try to win it on the first day and those things. Gotcha. Cause so, <clears throat> me and Arthur, we was playing together one time, and uh, 
I don't remember how it shook out, but it was getting close down to the like on the 16, and I thought I was winning, but I don't I don't look at the score because I got mental problems, right? And I just <laughs> in my mind I think if I look at the score, it's gonna screw me up if I'm winning. Yeah. 16. I doubled 16, and the two guys I thought were right there with me. Well, actually, one guy had tripled the hole before, so I thought maybe he was out of it, but the other guy parted. I was like, man, I think he's probably got me. Well, then we get to 18, and Arthur's like, you look at the score? I was like, no, don't don't tell me, man. I don't, he did that on purpose. I promise you he did. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, no, you, you need to check the score at least on 18, Jeff. So you know what you need to do. Like, I know what I need to do. I don't need to triple it. That's all I'm trying to do with water on the left. I'm just trying not to triple, buddy. A little gamesmanship there. Sure, Arthur put it. He, he put it in your head there. He did. But I bogeyed it, and the guy doubled it. The other guy doubled, and I ended up winning. But then we talk about this all the time. He's like, dude, you've got to check, like, around 16 or 17. It depends on what you're comfortable with, in my mind. You know, I'm comfortable with just, you know, in a one-day event, just playing golf and seeing what happens. Um, even in a two-day event, I, I may not look at all in the first day. And then when I get done, I'll kind of check and see, kind of get my mind right for the next day if I need to, you know, push the issue or or whatnot. But I, I'm trying to get in the mode of not changing my golf game for what other players are doing because it's yeah. kind of burned me a few times. Uh, North American Championship for one last year. We're not going to talk about that one, right? Uh-oh. <laughs> I wasn't aware of that, Derek, because I, I didn't make it to uh, Nashville last year. Yeah, that was you a... You don't have uh, to hear about it now, though. Well, when so you're asking about checking leaderboards. That's why you don't check leaderboards. When you're up four, with when you're up four or four holes to go and you end up losing, that's because you check the leaderboard. Yeah, that Arthur? No, that's that's this guy right here. (laughs) So my suggestion is you check going into 18, no matter what. You check if you think you're playing well enough to win, you check it at 18. So you know, okay. If I need to hit something off the tee other than driver, because usually the driver is what gets us in trouble. So usually I said you check it. Because what happened to me one time, I had a one-stroke lead after having a nine-stroke lead at the beginning of the day. And I had a one-stroke lead going into 18, and I didn't look. And I did some stupid stuff off the tee. So that's why I say, hey, I'm looking at 18 no matter. If I think I'm competing, then I'm going to look at 18 just to make sure. Okay, so so my question back to you is, are you going to let somebody else dictate what you're trying to do on the golf course? Looking at a leaderboard is, is is letting somebody dictate what you want to do. That is very true, Derek. I didn't look at it like that. I'm, I'm a man of wisdom, Arthur. <laughs> I see. I'm I'm see, you've been playing golf longer than me. You probably been playing <laughs> golf four or five times more than I've been playing. <laughs> I'm looking at it like, okay. And then pros do it because if they got a big lead, they'll be like, you know what? I'm not hitting drive off the tee. I'm yeah, hitting that's, that's a little different. They're playing for some... millions and millions of dollars. Well, that's know? true. I'm have telling you, you right now, if, if all I have to do is make a bogey on, on the 18th in a, in a big event for a million dollars, I will hit eight iron off the tee. Every day. <laughs> that's, what, that's what my point is. Exactly. I'm not, we're not making millions of dollars, but you know, it's no. a, it might be a couple of hundred dollars on the line or three or four. Or, yeah. You know, my thing the families, it might be one. My thing is, you know, my thing is that you as a golfer, you know what your strengths are yeah, and what happened, what has happened to me in the past. And I learned it from Nashville at the North American championship is that once you start letting other players dictate what you're going to do, then you're done. 
when I stepped when I stepped on 14 tee box at, at Nashville in round three, I was done because I was worried about what other people were doing instead of what I was doing. You know, I you, I've got a valid of, point. I've seen a lot of pros though win a golf tournament, and in the interview, they said, "Hey, did you look at the scoreboard at number 12 or 15?" Because you know they caught up with somebody or somebody had a bogey, and I've heard numerous of them say, "I never knew the score." until I walked up on 18 green. Mm-hmm. They don't even, a lot of the pros don't ever, they they try their hardest not to look at the scoreboard. So that's the difference between the pros and, and the top, and, you know, some top level amateurs is that the pros have a game plan and they stick to it no exactly. matter what. Yeah. When I get on a golf course, I have a nice little game plan I think that we're going to go with, and then three holes in, it's shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. I had, a couple of weeks ago, I was, we was playing this course, I went and played a practice round. And I played everything from where I thought I would be playing and show up the next day and the teaser moved up like 30, 40 yards. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. and there's some short par fours, you know, and from, but from the tee box I played in the practice round, I could hit driver. Yeah. Well, I'm up, I was like, well, that's a wasted 60 bucks yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and I could not, I just couldn't even figure it out. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't figure it out for the life of me. And then I played with a guy this past weekend. He was in Division Three. I'm in four. But this is no lie. He checked the score. If he was in the cart, he was checking the score. Yeah, that's that's, too, like, that's too much in my mind. Oh, man. Way like, too much. Like, we would be at the tee box, and if we were waiting, he'd go check the score. He'd come back. If we were still waiting, he'd go back and check. I was like, man. <laughs> you know, winning though, I'll give it to him. He did win his division, but it was a little overkill for me. I want to know what cell phone he has because I want it because that battery <laughs> that battery life is, is on point. <laughs> I, I think it was an old razor. Is what I think it was. <laughs> it was a flip phone. The razors stay charged up for weeks, buddy. <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out. Like, I mean, are you sandbagging or what? You trying to figure out if I need to. Oh, I can bugger this hole or something. Like, <laughs> looking at the score that dang much. God, dog. Yeah. You ain't thinking about what you're doing if you're looking at the score that much. No, I mean, when, when you're playing your best golf, you're not worrying about anything else except what you're doing. When yeah. I'm when I'm playing my best golf, the only thing I'm focused on is where is this golf ball going? I, have, yeah. I don't care where the trouble is. I don't care who's hitting what where. When I'm at my best, I know where the golf ball is going, and nothing else matters after that. Yeah. Yeah. Then when you start thinking about everything else is when all the all the bad habits come into play. Yep, that is true. I've hit some of the best shots. Don't check the score if you don't have to, buddy. (laughs) You know what? I don't really care. Like at this point, I'm just out there to play golf. I get yeah. to I get to play so little right now. I'm I was gonna say you probably don't get to play much anymore. No, so it's like when I'm out there, I'm playing golf, man. I'm just like loving it. I can't wait for this weekend. To yeah. go up to uh, St. Louis. Are you going? No, my son has World Series baseball this weekend, so ah, I'll be, okay. I'll be a, I'll, I'll be playing dad this weekend. Yeah, well, cool. I, I know we'll see you down at the shows. Yeah, I'll be at the shows. That's gonna that's gonna be a good one. I can't wait. For yeah. That oh yeah. I, I owe those courses. I, I got at least. I need to shoot like mid eighties to feel anything out there. That would be good for me. I know your seventy five made you upset, but. Like an 88 gonna make me upset. <laughs> <laughs> the man, we know you and Tim are doing big things down there. We can't wait to. Uh... Well, y'all did have a national major down there this year, Bears yeah. Best. 
Yeah, yeah so I'm done. sure I'm sure we'll be back down there for that um something like that. And uh, we appreciate you, man. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Thanks. All right, take it easy, Derek. Thank you, man. Yeah.